Hi, I'm Laura Von Holt. And I'm Alex Gershney, and you're listening to Astrology Zoned, a Susan Miller fan podcast. Susan Miller reads the stars. We read Susan Miller. Well, hello, Alex. Hi, Laura. How are you? (laughs) You know, Alex, I'm doing great, and I'm going to tell you why. Please. Well, I'm actually not doing great, but... (laughs) I'm going to tell you why I'm pretending to be doing That was so convincing, though. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Um, So, fun fact, I was traveling, and I got back a few days ago. um, And the fun fact is that right now in New York, we just did the big time change, the fallback. And I actually got to do it twice this year because um, England, the UK, does it a week before America. And I was in England for a wedding and that, that the night of the wedding, we had fallback, and then I came, then I flew back to New York, and I got to do fallback again. So you have gotten many extra hours, yeah. of your life, but also you've had to deal with the emotional trauma of experiencing the fallback, yeah, double fallbacks, yeah. And the first one was very exciting because there was a blackout at the hotel, and so it was like fallback in the dark. <laughs> It was like Like, fall back into a black hole. Yeah. Fall back into a murder mystery black hole. (laughs) Fall back into the void. (laughs) Like, yeah. Okay. It was a power outage at the hotel. Yeah. It was a very, it was like in the countryside. It was very rural. And there was actually like a kind of like town wide or area wide shortage or blackout. But the wedding venue had a backup generator. So we didn't really, we experienced a brief blackout. But there was power for the whole wedding. But then when we got back to the hotel, they had not had power all night. And it was like midnight and they continued to not have power. Okay. So my initial question was going to be, do you think they were like trying to be fun and festive with falling back? No. It doesn't sound like that. I think no, no. Because like it had been out since like five o'clock or six o'clock. But we at the wedding had not realized it was like like, still out at the hotel. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I got to do fallback twice. So that's why I'm doing like so good. <laughs> You're doing great. You're doing yeah. so great. Welcome back from Thank your travels. You. Yeah. you were gone just such a long time. I was just a long time. around. I know. It was really wild. And actually, you know, Susan Miller was always with me because even though she can't see very well right now, she's having health issues, she doesn't stop. She, she doesn't stop. stop. Um, and luckily, you sent me a screenshot of her Instagram story just in time for me um, to see it. I think we should read it. She doesn't let the short form of Instagram stories stop her no. from telling us just magical pieces of advice. Yeah. Um, so it was like she posted it and then put it in her stories. It was like a red background with gold flecks. Um, and it says Sunday, October 22nd, a perfect day to sign a contract or to give a memorable speech. I don't think I gave any speeches that day. But the second sentence says, if you travel over this weekend, you will weave a memory of golden threads. So I saw this, yeah. couldn't believe it, knew Laura was traveling, and just knew that she had some memories of golden threads coming her way. Yeah, and I want to say we did. And I was like so grateful you sent it to me because that was the day where I was taking... So I was taking a train from Frankfurt, Germany, to Brussels, Belgium. And we were supposed to take one direct train. And my friend that I was traveling with combined, we had seven bags between us. (laughs) Seven bags, one very heavy coat. And surprise, surprise, 
um, our train got canceled and all the direct trains got canceled. So then they rebooked us on three different trains. So we got to take all seven bags on three trains. Um, and so that really saved us. The Susan Miller really saved us because every time something went wrong, we would just say, Oh my God, another golden thread of memory. <laughs> oh my God, another golden thread of memory. So like, you know, when there was no elevators and we were like lugging seven bags upstairs on like a random intercity train in like Cologne. <laughs> it was like, oh my God, a golden thread of memory. And then at some point we had so many golden threads that we just said, oh my God, we could weave a carpet. <laughs> Priceless golden threads. <laughs> right. So really... If we hadn't had that advice from Susan Miller, we might have chosen a different method of dealing, which was which would be like despair. But instead, we were like, "Oh no, this is the golden thread of memory that we we'll remember forever." Yeah, that's yeah. really uh, Susan seeing the glass half full. Yeah, yeah. And then you, by yeah. you know extension, yeah, golden thread of memory. So. Wow. Which is also like a great Susanism, which was really comforting to hear because she's been ill. And so the horoscopes have been truncated. And while they've been, like, informational, they haven't had the Susan Miller je ne sais quoi. No. Yes. No. But, you know, I imagine her kind of, like, in bed, her eyes closed. Mm -hmm. But she can still say to her assistant, post this item about golden threads. Golden threads of memory. Get this to my fans. Yeah. Get this they to need fans. to know. I can't mm -hmm. write. A full horoscope, but no. I can let them know about weaving. Yeah. I also wonder, because when we get to note, we're going to hear about the wall calendar, if that's like something from the 2023 wall calendar that you want to make sure we knew. Mm, that's how mm -hmm. she knew to post it, because she's, you know, her assistant can like look at the calendar and be like, Susan, there's something about travel here. And Susan's like, post it. Post right. it. Right. Post it. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Or what if it just, yeah, we see, we don't know, but we don't know. We don't know. Uh, but anyway, it was really useful. And it was like, so nice to have Susan Miller with me on my journeys throughout Europe. Yeah. During all the time changes. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Susan was always yeah. with you. Her spirit's yeah. always with us, even yeah. if she is blind. Yeah. So, um, well, should we get into the note? Because I have things to talk about. I think we should first, right off the bat, say the note this month is longer than the individual horoscopes. Yes. So sure. just at, like up front, so you know this, listeners, um, there is a lot in the note and then not so much. Yeah. Later. Yeah. Um, that's correct. And actually, I think this might be a first where the note is longer than the horoscopes is, I think, yeah. a historical first. I think so, too. And you know what? We could just call it a golden threaded memory. Remember the time <laughs> the note was longer than the horoscope. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Here we are we weaving yet again. Yeah. So many golden threads of memory. <laughs> we Forever weaving. Forever weaving. <laughs> forever weaving. <laughs> Forever weaving the pod the story of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, she starts off and she says, September and October were hard months for me. And she gives a little background on her vision woes that mm -hmm. she's experienced throughout her life. Mm -hmm. Um, But 
unfortunately, she got a severe infection, which we learned about last month, and that yes. was making her temporarily blind. Mm-hmm. And she got that on September 15th. So mm-hmm. it's at the time she wrote this note, it was six weeks later. And mm-hmm. she says, I can see the screen of my con- computer and I can see my face in the mirror. My vision is not perfect yet, but it is coming along nicely. Great. Which was Progress. very good to hear. Progress going well. Lots of hope for recovery. Yes. She, um, she's under the care of a specialist. Yes. And, and I love how she's described that he was relieved and elated to see her progress. Yes. Yeah. Um, he really, she says he's written books on the hereditary eye condition mm-hmm. that she was born with. And mm-hmm. so she's really, she, at least Susan has located the right person. Definitely. Um, and also we're very lucky because he told her this could have been catastrophic, but the bacteria that causes infection was treatable. Um, but he wants her to go slow with the use of her eyes and her writing. So that's why she did not have a long forecast. But before she became ill, she told us she had written a long summary, 8,300 words, which I assume is for all 12 signs. It must be. Um, so that's what we are getting. And so that's the update. She's going to be, for it sounds like for December, she will be back to writing longer ones, but she'd keep resting. Um, but her eyes are good. And so I think all of that is very hopeful. Um, then we got into a long Susan Miller businesswoman. Yeah. So it's like, Susan's like, I couldn't write you the long forecast, but here's how you can stay up to date with all my predictions anyway. Yeah. Starts out, of course, with the apps. With the apps. She's got her regular apps. And those are written five months in advance, those daily. So like you can depend on them for right now. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Then Susan's new favorite discovery, Discord. Yeah. She loves a Discord. So she's going to be holding a couple of AMAs. Those are Ask Me Anything sessions. Um, And she says she has a moderator who is also her tech. And I just, the way Susan describes the people and the jobs that they do for her is always just one of my favorites. And also delightful. It's also like, oh, it's so great. You have so much help. And I cannot tell where Susan makes things more complicated or the people are, but there's always seems to be like a complicated process. But this is pretty streamlined. streamlined. Evangelina Joy is her tech, keeps things organized, and is the moderator. So anyway, so there's going to be two different AMAs that you can go to on Discord. Um, and she gives a little tech help with Discord, just a little thing. Uh, <clears throat> and a special link to use. Um, and then also, if you want to find her AMA sessions, they're under appearances on her homepage of astrologyzone.com. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah. So if you like don't know how to find those links, that's there. Um, so that was like one big chunk. Like, like that was actually that whole chunk was probably the size of my Taurus horoscope. So like anyway. Yeah. Okay. Then we got into the part that I found very exciting. She says she finished her year ahead 2024 astrological wall calendar in August. And the calendar is 13 months, like a baker's dozen. It was like great, 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 great little bonus month. Right. Then we get into the process of editing and publishing this. And as someone who has edited and published things, I find this process <laughs> so interesting. Okay. I was going to say deranged, demented. Yeah. I, I like, mean, just choose. I can tell that it makes like. sense to her, but I'm also like, 
I'm, you know what? I'm just glad she's got people around her that make her feel safe. <laughs> yeah. So just, I, I know we will get into it more, but just shout outs. Yeah. To shout outs too. Edward Rubenstein. Yeah. Michelle Roke. Sarah mm-hmm. Miller. Mm-hmm. They are all helping her. Yeah. So, and then also, I like that she says where they're located. So Edward is in Philadelphia. Yes. So she sent the manuscript for the calendar, which I think is like what she writes for each special day that gets a sentence. So she sends that to Edward, who's in Philadelphia. When he's finished, it is laid out by their creative director, Michelle Roque, in L.A. So it goes from Susan in New York to Edward in Philadelphia to Michelle in L.A. Great. Then Edward goes, after it's laid out, Edward goes through every word carefully several more times. Then Edward gets the copyright filed and the ISBN barcode. And then Sarah Miller, who we remember because I feel like there was a, she was helping to mail out calendars or whatever a, a while ago. Yeah. Sarah Miller, who consults with Susan on digital from her offices in LA and Phoenix. So we've got New York, Philadelphia, LA, LA and Phoenix. Sarah gets the QR codes. I've got questions <laughs> from the QR codes. I think they're going on the calendar so you could scan it and then go to her website. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. So they go necessary. to Discord? Like, I'm not, I'm not, no, I don't know. But I'm also like, I don't know exactly why you I mean, why you're putting QR codes on the calendar. I also they, like, I don't want to imply that Sarah is not an integral cog right. in the machine. Yeah. But. She seems to have the least responsibilities. Yeah, but then actually later on, I was like, oh, I think this is part of her job too, but Susan didn't say. Because everything... Okay, first, so, okay, so Sarah gets the QR codes. Then Susan says, then we take a deep breath and say, we are ready to go to press. So then Edward goes to the printer, like physically goes to the printer and checks the final copy as it's being printed. I don't know where the printer is. And then that's a very exciting day for Susan. Um, and now she says that they, they went to press. And now the calendar's thick archival paper has to dry on metal racks for a week. And then they go to the bindery and get bound into the calendar. And then they are tenderly packed and trucked to our fulfillment house outside of Philadelphia. I think Sarah Miller from her offices in New York and Los Angeles, sorry, in L.A. and Phoenix is somehow affiliated with the fulfillment house because of a prior mention from what we learned last year. Yeah. Anyway, all of that is to say you can begin to order your year ahead 2024 astrological wall calendar on Susan's website. (laughs) Yes. All to say that. And I think the other thing we can deduce is that there is basically no way Susan is making any kind of profit on these calendars. No, not at all. Not at all. (laughs) And then because she says, oh, you'll, we'll be shipping by November 9th and she's going to keep the calendar price at $26.99. And now we know why they are that price. And she she also fronts the VAT tax if you are ordering. So I was like, that's very nice. Um, And then if you want to see the cover... It's on astrologyzone.com. Okay, so that was a lot. And that was just a lot. That uh, was but, a lot. But you know, also, but- I think we established last time, just to say it again, Sarah Miller, no relation to Susan. No, yeah, we, we, we figured that out like last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the, she's, I guess she's working with the vendor she's comfortable with. But anyway, so there's... 
a lot of process, it seems like, for something that doesn't, that could be in one house, I think. But it's not. Anyway, whatever. Then we got to the part where I was like, Susan, you have been burying the lead. <laughs> yeah. She says, my new calendar will showcase, as always, the world of French artist Isaac Zenou. And he, Isaac does the artwork for all of her calendars and also for the NFTs, if you'll remember. That's right. Never and forget. Frequently, Alex and I have been like a little unclear on why there's this like fashion illustration for her astrology thing. Because it's like, oh, here's a fashionable Taurus. Here's a fashionable Leo. Here's a fashionable Sagittarius. And we're like, great. You have to have something. But they don't ever seem to be like that astrologically related. They're just like, pretty illustrations yeah they seem to just be illustrations that susan likes and i feel like she's kind of at some point mentioned that he had like you know some prominent clients but anyway this is the first i'm hearing of this and she just casually dropped in uh my new my calendar will showcase the world of french artist isaac janu who i discovered when he drew all the fashionable skinny girls for his client henry bendel the chic now closed fifth avenue retailer <laughs> i'm just was, shaking my head over here I, I was like the fashionable skinny girls first of all so there cannot be any plus size no plus no. size people in this calendar never can there be <laughs> no isaac no. does not draw them no he does not <laughs> and also what now what i'm imagining is rewind to however many years ago that he had these illustrations in the windows of henry bendel susan miller upper east side lady wanders down Fifth Avenue is like oh my god I love these illustrations who did them finds him walks in and is like who does these illustrations no someone doubt. has to go find or call someone and tells her and then she it's like calls him and is like oh you must do the illustrations for my calendar <laughs> like make me a beautiful Leo <laughs> like, like that's exactly how women. it happened yeah they're always women it's always make these women and, and I'm like no wonder they don't really have any connection to astrology because he draws skinny girls for Henry Bendel, which is also now closed. Okay. And then and then I'm like, well, no, this makes a lot of sense because remember when Susan Miller was like, oh, I wanted to like take these photography classes, but I need a scholarship. So I just walked in and was like, hey, can I have a scholarship? And they're like, okay. And I'm like, of course, Susan walks in. She's like, I love Henry, Henry Bendel's illustrator. Who does it? Okay, great. I'll get them too. <laughs> like this was just how she does business. She probably, yeah. walked, probably walked by the printer in Philadelphia and was like, do you do calendars? And they were like, yeah. She's like, great. <laughs> She's like, I want to use the world's most expensive ink. Do you yeah. have wire racks that they yes. can dry on for yes. a week? And do you have archival paper? Because these are fashion prints, so they need to be on archival paper. Yes, and I have many different people who are going to coordinate with you. Yeah. I when you were describing that, I also thought of Susan walking into the International Center of Photography and demanding a scholarship. Yeah, and the countless other times she's described to us various negotiations she's done in her life with her landlords and her doctors, and I don't know. I mean, Susan, she asks for what she wants, and she saw Isaac's drawings, and that was it. I also feel like that when she was doing the NFTs, like like Isaac is some French guy. Susan's like, draw me some pretty Sagittarius's. And then she's like, okay, we're going to do some NFTs. Draw me some, like, read these um, ancient Babylonian descriptions of what a 
um, Cancer's face looks like, and then draw me these NFTs. And I was like, maybe also for the NFT, she should have led with the fact that he has um, has had clients like Henry Bendel. Yeah. Why actually did we not know that until now? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. By the way, so now I know that the reason why there's no connection between fashion astrology and her illustrations is, is like there never was one. It's just that she liked him and he's on Fifth Avenue and she thought they looked pretty. Yeah. Great. We like we really learned a lot from this note yeah. about her process. And yeah. like, yeah, Susan, I'm imagining her again in bed covering her eyes. She can't do anything, but she's out here creating jobs for people, weaving golden threads. Yeah. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. And one last way which she's unstoppable is that she's back on Twitter. That's right. That's back. So still not calling it X. But nope. she's back. She's back. She's back. Um so that was the note. Like a lot to cover and it was longer than any of the horoscopes. Yeah. It's it's worth a read if you want to learn some crazy facts. Yeah. Or if you just like to look at examples of like um flow charts that don't flow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So good. Yeah. Or you okay. want to read the last name of everyone Susan's ever worked with. Yeah, and where they live. Yeah. 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 Um okay, so I mean, I think we don't have any hot takes because those are our hot takes. Um yeah, we had just yeah. we just gave you like about twenty five hot takes. Yes, yeah. Um, so should we actually get into the horoscopes? Yeah. Well, let's let's do it. Okay. Well, Alex, I want to start off and say happy birthday to you, Alex. Thank you very much, Laura. Because you are a Scorpio. Here so I happy am. birthday to all of the Scorpios. Happy birthday to all of the Scorpios. I know I say this every year, but. So many wonderful, lovely friends I have are Scorpios. My parents are Scorpios. Just, you know, I say this every year, but I probably say this monthly, you know, justice for Scorpios. Justice for Scorpios. Absolutely. You know, we're very nice people. And this horoscope was brief and not particularly positive. And it didn't, you know, I know Susan's not at full capacity. And so she's not going to spend three paragraphs telling me how to use my birthday gift of the full moon or new moon or whatever, but there was basically nothing about birthday season in this mm-hmm. horoscope. I'm really sorry. And okay. I want to that I want to say justice for Scorpios. Thank and you. And I hope that when she feels better and she's writing the long December forecast, she'll do a recap for you for Scorpios. Oh, that's yeah. a lovely wish. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So She doesn't start on a very positive note. She says, you've had a really hard time the last couple of years because it's been one eclipse after another. And a lot of them are very challenging. And we all know that eclipses like make you make things change and like create situations, you know, wherein lots of things change and you can't control it. And it's just really a Scorpio's nightmare. Mm -hmm. Um, So she said, Last At the end of last month, October 28th, was the full moon lunar eclipse in your opposite sign of Taurus. And Laura, this is the last eclipse in the Scorpio-Taurus cycle. Oh, good. So it doesn't happen for another nine years. Okay. How old will I be? 
okay, I can, I can deal. Thank you. You can deal. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. So we don't have to deal with that for quite a long time. So she says, as you enter November, you may be thinking about your romantic or serious committed partner because that person was the subject of the eclipse. It could also not be a romantic partner. It could be a business partner, agent, publicist, social media manager, event planner, interior designer, or other expert. So she still made a list. I appreciate that. Totally. Absolutely love a list. Yeah. Um, So she said actually that eclipse was like an anomaly of the truly horrible series of eclipses and like some good things happened. So she said, maybe you decided to get married. Maybe you saw some benefits from your business partner. Like it was, those were good things. Um, However, there is a new moon, November 13th in Scorpio. And she says, Uranus is about to throw a monkey wrench into the works. And you know, she's always after Uranus for causing trouble. Gosh. Um, She says, you're going to have to make a decision about something, about a partner, your romantic partner, your business partner. Um, And she says, you know, Uranus, lots of things that come out of nowhere, shocking things. You don't really know what's going to happen. She says, sometimes when a relationship has become toxic, the universe has to step in. And break the chain of events. And she says, always be glad to have truth. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Be glad to have truth. Be glad to have truth. So even if like, the reveal is not good, it's like the truth at least is good to have. Yeah. I really okay. – Susan is really very positive, I feel. Yeah. Always be glad to have truth. You're making memories of golden, golden threads. Yeah. Like, you know, she's yeah. really seeing that glass half full. Um, so she says this Uranus in opposition to the sun, um, can leave a scar and can trigger a tearing away from a relationship. Ooh. She thinks that because the sun rules your career and the sun is involved, it could be linked to a collaborator or business expert or even a competitor. (gasps) Oh, drama, drama. Yeah. So. She says the end of the month gets better, but then she literally goes into like something really scary, which I know you had a little bit about too, about money and like people stealing from you. Yes, what? Yeah, I was like, this is really serious. So she says, if your mate or business partner ran up expenses and is drawing money from your shared resources and you knew nothing about it, you will now. That's, oh, at least I'll have the truth. <laughs> That's right. Always be glad to have the truth. Never forget yeah. that. When someone starts stealing from you, you can just say, oh, well, those are more golden threads. So many golden threads. So Thank many golden threads. Or golden threads. So then she turns that into a little bit of practical advice. And she says, if your business partner embezzled fun- funds from your business or is demanding money for bogus reasons, you will likely have to consult a lawyer. Oh. Yeah. And she says, I'm sorry to have to suggest this, but this is what's happening with the planets. They mean business. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't want you guys to have to deal with this on your birthday month. I really didn't either. I'm not feeling pleased. I'm not happy. That's basically how she ends it. The only positive thing is that she says Pluto is doing something. And so your home and family are going to be protected from whatever this is. Oh, okay. Well... So that's good. But not like lose everything, but there's not going to be like, there's going to be a not good surprise. No. So Scorps out there, if you discover 
embezzlement, take action, contact a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Don't just chalk it up to weaving golden threads. No. No. No, do not. Do not. Do not. And hang in there. And then let's hope Susan is back in December to give us some more guidance. Because I, you know, she's always talking about like giving strategies. Yeah. And I don't feel that I was given any strategies. Um, Yeah. Just to recap, the new moon. November 13th in Scorpio, the full moon, November 27th in Gemini. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, despite that horoscope, which again is brief because Susan has not been well, so she did probably had more to say. Yes. I still want to say happy birthday to the Scorpios. Happy birthday, my fellow Scorpios. You know what? You know what? Happy birthday. This will be the last month you'll be embezzled from because you're going to discover it. That is so positive. So you will go into 2024 not being embezzled. Right. Because you'll have fixed it. You'll you'll have fixed it and you'll be so happy to have the truth. Yeah. That's really positive. The truth is your birthday present. And actually, don't you feel like it's a little bit nice for Scorpios for their birthday to get to know who their true enemies are? (gasps) Like you will have an enemy reveal for your birthday party. Yeah, actually, that's that's like a Scorpio dream. Yeah, I feel like Susan just wasn't spinning this the right way. She was making it sound doom and gloom, and I'm like, happy birthday, Scorpios. All of your enemies will be revealed and dealt with for your birthday. That's right, and you will yeah. not be fooled. Yeah, you will not be fooled. Wow, that's yeah. true. You did some great rebranding there. Thank you. Yeah, just always rebrand embezzlement as an enemy reveal. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like villain reveal, it's not you, Scorpio. <laughs> no, no, well, Scorpios, you did nothing wrong. You did nothing wrong. No, not at all. No. Well, wow. so that's Scorpio. I would love to hear the truncated Taurus update yes. from you. Okay, so Taurus, um, it is November 2023. This is your truncated summary horoscope from Susan Miller. Uh, I hope I find something hopeful by the end of this, but it was brief. She stuck to the real, you know, the events. Like, I mean, did you guys know there's a new moon and a full moon happens every month, but I just didn't know if you're aware it's happening again. (laughs) The moons be mooning. (laughs) So what a reveal. Yeah. What a reveal. Surprise. (laughs) Um, I mean, I've had two time changes, so I'm doing great. Um, Okay, so she did start off with a little recap of October. She says, you'll be thoughtful as you enter November. Um, and there was a full moon lunar eclipse on October 28th. And if you if your birthday falls within five days of April 24th, then you felt it more directly. Um, but all members of Taurus should have found something to celebrate on that October 28th eclipse. I was at a wedding, so I was doing a lot of celebrating. Perfect. And also, it was the eclipse and there was a blackout at this wedding. So it was like... We can't be like, oh, my God, this is the eclipse making the blackout. That's incredible, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I did. Um, Good thing that I had that happen, though, because, oh, she also said on October 28th, Jupiter, the giver of gifts and luck, was conjunct the moon. So you might have received a large sum of money or signed paperwork that will lead to money soon. Um, The eclipse also puts you in touch with your own needs and to think about what will make you truly happy. 
And then she said, this is very wise. As we grow, our priorities are likely to change. So take some me time to think about how your life is proceeding. Great advice. Yeah, great. Um, then, so that was last month, though, guys. Sorry. Oh, right. <laughs> okay, so November, there's a new moon. The Scorpio new moon on November 13th is will be different and somewhat difficult, and you need to prepare for it. Basically, she said, keep your calendar light and don't schedule too many meetings or events because many planets are stacking up in Scorpio and they'll be putting the focus on a partner in love or business or, as always, it could be about a close partner or expert collaborator. And she gave examples of a client, lawyer, accountant, business partner, agent, social media director, or there may be someone from your personal life, such as a home contractor, housekeeper, or wedding planner. It's somebody that has, like, there's a confidentiality inherent in their relationship. Um, or it might be a competitor or a rival. But there's going to be something about this relationship that uh, will bring about unwanted news and you will have no warning. So around the new moon, sudden new reveal of something. And there will be an element of shock. And then it will take time for you to sort out what you want to do. So that's November 13th. Um, also, because during the same thing... During the new moon, Uranus is opposed to the sun and Mars, and there's just jarring aspects, and they're going to get more news in the week that follows, and then there's going to be unstable Uranus, and they're going to be explosive, and there will be an irrevocable split, depending on what you uncover, and it might leave an emotional scar from the experience. Uh Uh-oh. So, like, tread lightly and clear your calendar because you're going to be dealing with fallout. Right. And I hope you took your me time in October. Yeah, I hope you did too. Um, Okay. She also says there was a hot aspect on November 13th, so you will need to keep things calm. So that was the other advice. It's like, whatever's blowing up, being revealed, unwanted news, don't kick the hornet's nest because if you look for trouble, you will find it and wish you had remained, like, quiet or chill. So she's like, if you have something touchy, don't do it on that date. Okay. Don't do like any touchy subject. No. Okay. So that's the new moon on November 13th. Then there's the full moon on November 27th. And that's when we will be reorganizing money matters. But it won't take long. It won't take long. Okay. Um, because Pluto is supportive. And oh, and you'll, your finances will be set off by a large sum that you're sent. So you might be thinking about how to invest or where to save. So consult a professional. So she started off ominous, like, like you're reorganizing your finances, but it's because you're getting money. And maybe it's the money from October 28th. Yeah. So anyway, it's a month, it's a month past that new, that full moon. So I think that's why. Anyway, and then she was like, oh, but Mercury, um, will be will have will be there and venus will be beaming mercury sweet vibrations and it appears that you will like the outcome so after you invest this money then you have extra to shop and this is where she had another warning is that mercury is going to go into retrograde so once you get your money shop and do all your shopping really early because mercury retrograde is going to be retrograde from december 13th until january 1st and so if you shop early You'll get all your stuff because she says the inventory is going to be low um, and you want to get those gifts before somebody else does. So it sounds like kind of like when she was giving warnings about the supply chain. It does. It does. It's also just, you know, good general advice. Yeah. To do your shopping early. I mean, I guess, well, it's a little bit after Black Friday, but I don't know. 
she seems, I think if you're reorganizing your money and then there's still sales, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so, here's, that's not dire, but it no. wasn't great. No, it wasn't great. It just really sounds like that new moon is real tricky because of if there's an irrevocable split. I know this isn't great. I have an emotional scar. One of my many Scorpio friends is actually born on November 13th. So I'm a little concerned for her. I know. So, you know, I felt that these were not great, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of making me think like, I mean, mine was not good. I think no matter, even if she wrote 10,000 words, we would tell it was not good. Yeah. But I also wonder if like, you know, the embezzlement had been couched in two pages of something about setting out your fine china for a dinner party, if maybe I wouldn't have felt so upset. Right, right, right. But it was like heavy on the embezzlement in that short, brief summary. So, right. Yeah. But it wasn't count like, you know, this was like 100% embezzlement. But what yeah. if it had been 50% embezzlement, 50% fleets of cupids? Right. Well, either way. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe the fleets of Cubas are embezzling. <gasps> they, we have always thought they've been up to no good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A menace, I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're mm-hmm. terrifying. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. November 13th sounds tricky. Sounds tricky. Everyone watch out for November 13th. I feel like as well, a Scorpio, there's, there's a lot I should of touchy apologize. subjects. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of touchy subjects, so, like, I feel like that weekend, just, like, chill, you know, if you're hanging out with your friends, like, let's leave the hard conversations for another time. Yeah. Just enjoy each other's company. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. You can always just, if people question your motives, you just say the planets are doing stuff. Yeah, the planets are doing stuff, and we can't talk about this right now. It's not going to be productive. No. Yeah. People can't argue with that. They can't argue. <laughs> yeah. Just <They can't> <laughs> so say, please be quiet. We're here yep. to weave golden memory. Of, yeah. What is it? Golden threads of memory. We're here to weave golden threads of memory. Yeah. So everybody just chill. Yeah. And then if nobody can chill, be like, okay, well, while we're here gathered here, let's just figure out how to get revenge on my newly revealed enemy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's also an opportunity. Yeah. Okay. I feel that we have given some strategies to people. I think we really have. And it's a good thing that we've read Susan Miller for so long that we can like jump in at a moment's notice for her. This is really yeah. tw- 20 plus years. Yeah. We're like. Of reading is really yeah. paying off today. It's really paying off now that Susan's <laughs> got debris in her eye. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, Susan feel better. Uh, Susan, feel better. I mean, thank you so much to your eye doctor and to the 14 people that get your calendar going. And your assistant who posted the golden threads of memory. I really would have lost without her. I know. Susan, it got us through some hard times. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. Well, you know, we'll see what she has in store for us in yeah. December. We'll find yeah. out soon. I think I have a new um, blessing or a toast and I'll give this toast to you, Alex, for your birthday. Yeah. May the clocks never change on you twice. I have received that, Laura, (laughs) and it was profound. (laughs) You're welcome.
You're welcome. So <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. That I wasn't expecting it. And now yeah. I just feel that my life will never be the same. Yeah. Yeah. It was deep, right? <laughs> it was really deep. Yeah. It was really deep. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that I'm really get, getting the benefit of your experience. Yeah. I mean, I never thought that that would be like, I feel like people brag about like how many times they've jumped or like, you know, when they like try to like race the new year or something. And I'm like, but have you ever had the clocks change on you twice? And you'll never be the same. It's going to be my like, um, two truths and a lie. <gasps> That's good. Yeah. 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 I like, I've done fallback twice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a good one. I've saved so much daylight this year. You really it, have. It would be lost without me. Thank God you were there. I know. You guys, I <laughs> saved it so we could still have it. You're welcome to the world. <laughs> <laughs> what a gift. Well, yeah. Um, okay, so hopefully we will see everyone back next month for the last month of this year. I can't believe it. Whoa. And hopefully Susan will be back in fight and shape. Can't wait to see what she's going to say. It's going to be great. But by then, hopefully she can see Mm. her calendars will have dried. Yeah. If we're lucky. And they'll be at the bindery and shipping out. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, thanks, everybody. And we will see you next month. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.